is this thing on? <laughs> is this thing recording? Because last week I told I told y'all that the devil was a goddamn liar. <laughs> and y'all didn't hear me. So I'm going to give you a new word this week. The devil is a goddamn cunt. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't rehearse it. That was a little extra. <laughs> He's a cunt. That motherfucker is a cunt from the east wing of hell. Hello, America. I am your host. I am your host, Josh DeWay, and you are back for another episode of The Way I See It podcast. Um, we going to say what we going to say, and we just going to hope for the best. Pray for, pray for us. Pray, pray our strength. Okay. Huh? <laughs> the devil is busy, but that's why he's a goddamn cunt. Let's start the show. back and um yeah jeremy how you <laughs> well first of all your speech on tonight is is really rough <laughs> there's an affliction in your mouth right now there uh, are thorns <laughs> in my flesh. um i'm i'm okay yeah i'm okay that's about the best i can I can be right now with everything that's going on, yeah. and, you know, with what we've talked about. Um, but yeah, you know, Christmas is next week, which is you know, kind of crazy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm here. Hey, guys, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. Uh, speaking of welcome back, uh, welcome back, uh, Leron. <laughs> Guess He's who's back. back. Back again. The shady bitch is back. Oh, <laughs> Tell <God>. your friends. <laughs> oh, he's he's hey. back with his fashions. You know, he's 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 on the judgment seat tonight because you know I got my, my thighs and my shoulders out. I mean and, um, I just got them all out. Like wow, it's out. I need camera tonight. angle too. I mean, he made sure that leg is showing on that camera angle. Are you hearing me? (laughs) Thighs and everything. Hi. I missed you guys last week. But yes, I'm back and better than ever. Uh, Oh, hey. Oh, I felt that. You felt that. Oh, my. (laughs) He's back and better than ever. My God. You are so annoying. So, let, let's let's play. Let's play. Why y'all still right, got so, me? Y'all gonna lose me yeah. soon. I'm cracking up. So being as though that this is gonna be a part two of uh, you know, all things church, I figured we should play culture tags, right? So if you do not know cult if you don't know what culture tags is, is basically like those who are listening unfortunately won't be able to see it, but you hold up a card with an acronym and you have to like kind of get I give you hints, you have to guess what the acronym means, right? So, this first one I'm going to show y'all 
this is what you say, like, if you're opening up the doors of the church, it's I-T-O, or like altar call. This is what the preacher would say. In this... <laughs> In this if you're opening up the doors of the church, I-T-O, what would they say? What is... <laughs> oh my gosh, Lord Jesus. Okay. Is there one? Let's go to the next one. <laughs> oh, I said invitation. Uh, invitation? What the fuck? All right. So, <laughs> I did too, Jeremy. I was like, oh, Tia. Invi- invitation to. So, this next one that uh, if you're listening um, and not watching, it's IDKWYCTD. I don't and know what you came to do. <laughs> but, huh, there you go. There you go. There you go. All right, I feel next. the Jesus. <laughs> I feel the Jesus. Shut up, Josh. <laughs> All right. Next one is I-N-O-U-G-S-I-O. This is uh this is kind of like an encouraging thing. Like if like if like if you're feeling like you're going through, you're going through and you feel like Oh my goodness, it's gonna end soon. People say this to encourage you. And it's Marek, not over until uh-huh. the, I, I, oh, says it's over. Uh, there I you know. go. Come on here. Hallelujah. <laughs> I feel a chill in here. <laughs> Turn the air down. Um, so this one is uh, <laughs> this one is G-R-G-R-G-R-G-R-G-R. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> Yes, there you go. This one is um, I B A H F. So if someone asks you how you're doing, people usually respond. I am blessed. I am blessed and I'm not just favored. I'm highly favored. I'm not just favored, but I am highly favored, okay? I'm highly. All right. So uh, this one is the last one. I'm going to show y'all. G I G A T T A A T T G I G. So this is what people can start. Um, this is what people can start off. It's it's like it's like a greeting or like an introduction, like for a testimony service or something like that. Giving God is good all the time. All uh, the time, yeah. God is good. Boom. There you go. I was all right. giving all giving all honor to. I'm saved. Jeremy clearly. Clearly, you grew up uh, 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 Baptist. And I'm talking about like, you know, Southern, Baptist. Su- Southern I know, Baptist. I, I know those. I just no, because the, the, these are all right good. good. You're not in your right. No, <laughs> you high and lifted up tonight. <laughs> My train is in the table oh. right now. <laughs> My God, there was something in the middle. My something God. in the middle. I'm cracking up. But thanks for coming oh. to Culture Tags. We had fun. Josh clearly won. Josh clearly won because he's he's claims he's the churchiest, but you know. Hi yeah. Hey, I am. Uh-huh. Ooh. I, I feel him. Oh, oh it is Jesus. Oh my goodness. Yes, Lorel. it is Jesus. See, Lorel, I missed you last week. Jesus. No, okay, so for real, you cannot start <laughs> off because I it doesn't take much for me to get caught up. <laughs> and I really almost got caught up. Thinking about those lyrics, it is Jesus down in my soul, for I have touched ho 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 the hem of his garment. I have a and question. It's blood. 
<laughs> his blood has made, me, made me, whole. me whole. I'm not broken no more because his blood made me whole. Oh, Jesus. Okay, let's move on with the series. I'm about to get caught in. <laughs> he just minister. You better minister. I have a Jeremy. question. Jeremy. I have a question. Are y'all listening? We're going to hold our questions to the end. No, I have a question. My God. I have a question. What's your question? Laurel, where's my dress? Okay. You, okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Josh, for real. Let's go. Let's move on. Please. 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 Because Laurel um, loved Jimmy last week. Laurel <laughs> loves Jimmy. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm, bringing, I'm bringing someone to the stage, someone who is um, not a stranger to the stage herself. Um, we've been we've been talking. I'm going to get her on the show soon. Um, to this episode, I'm bringing Tiffany Mann uh, to center stage. I love Tiffany. If if y'all don't know, she used to be my sister in law, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um, I am so proud of Tiffany. Tiffany, if Tiffany Mann, if you don't know is um, the daughter of David and Tamla Mann. Although Tamla Mann is not her bio- biological mother. My God, that word almost got me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's, that's you know, she has a biological mother. Uh, so I want to give respect to all parents. But she she's their daughter. And she's in New York City. And she's killing Broadway. She's killing these shows. She's been on Netflix. She's been on BT plus she's been on she's been here she's been there she's been everywhere um what I really appreciated and celebrated about Tiffany though is Tiffany did it in her own name she yes. didn't take the you know oh my daddy been with Tyler Perry you know um she didn't take that route she took the scenic route she took the route and you know she she's gone she's overcome and gone through her own set of struggles and um, those situations, but she she fought and she is here. She's making a name for herself, um, so that she's just not referred to as their daughter. You know, I always respect that. She's out here uh, hustling and healing, huh? She's out here hustling and healing. So if you are not following Tiffany Mann, follow her on Instagram at I am Tiffany Mann. Uh, she has a verified blue check. So, huh? Y'all go follow her yes. and tell her that the way I see a podcast sent you. Um, Fun fact. You know. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I grew up with Tiffany. Oh, wow. Yeah. She went. She when we grew up, she was going to my church that I'm at now. And um, her mom, <laughs> that voice, <laughs> baby, Toy Davis Powerful. can sing. And that's exactly where Tiffany gets it from. Like, yeah. So yeah. Wow. it's, I'm, I'm so proud of her, you know, because that's, you know, that's one of Fort Worth's own. And it's, she's black, you know. Yes. And we, we got Leon Bridges, but you know, he's one of the girls. So no, I don't care. But, um, yeah, so Tiffany, we love you. And I please get her on here. That would be a hoop. Yeah, we've been talking. She 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 listens and we um we've been talking. Uh she just wrapped up a show, so we're gonna talk about when we can get her on when we uh can get her on. Um but she's already agreed. So yeah. Yeah. Um so my phone was ringing a lot this week mm-hmm. and um <laughs> 
since we since we talking about church still this week, I, I think I would render render a, a B C and D selection. <clears throat> um, this this man that this football player Anthony that got caught abusing his wife, mm. talking about it was staged, sir, sir, please hang hang up hang up call call again and when you ooh call 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 one more time hang up again and call again because what <laughs> so you got to break this you story t- down to me cuz you know I've, I've been kind of in my own little world for the past week and a half so I haven't like really like seen anything so, so this big ass football player okay <laughs> 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 Well, that's what he is. <laughs> this big ass football player talking about so you know the video came out about him you know abusing his baby mom, mm-hmm. um, a white woman, wow. and um, I mean he slunk her into the television. Jeez. I mean, oh, oh, I mean, pow, yeah. I mean he slunk, he slunk. He's, he's not on death row for uh for assaulting a white woman. <laughs> Well, you know they're trying to get him, um, but yeah, he he came he came back and his rebuttal was, it was staged. It that was she was staged. just trying to set him up. Yeah, she was trying to set him up to make him look like an abuser. It was staged. Mm. Yeah, I, I want I want you I want you to take don't don't call me don't call me back. Take the phone, shove it down your throat, choke. <laughs> That's what I want you to do. Uh, the second, the second person I want to, you know, I want to, I, I want to sit and talk to for a while. Uh, Joe Biden. Now, Joe, 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 Joe. We did Joe. it, Joe. Now, lovers of liberty. <laughs> Y'all's president, Joe Biden, used us, used us for our votes, <laughs> lied to us. We were hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray. <laughs> And he told us that, you know, it, if we elect him, he was going to take care of these student loans. Uh-huh. Well, why the man done came back to us in our face after being disappeared? Jeremy thought he was dead. <laughs> Come yeah. back in front of us talking about he's, he has no plan to do anything with the student loan debt. Now, sir, we voted you in for a, re- for a reason. And that was like the sole gonna, reason. <laughs> that was the sole reason. Now we're gonna stunt you out. We're gonna stunt you and Camilla back to where y'all come from. Camilla, Camilla, Camilla. Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> I don't know who she is, but whoever she is, she can go to. <laughs> one sister or who? I don't, right, I don't know if that's a, the, the third cousin twice removed, but whoever she is, I'm sure she can go to. Because I haven't seen Kamala. <laughs> I haven't seen. I have not seen her. Yeah, baby, where is she? Is she down in the bunker? (laughs) (laughs) Like, like truck. She said she got elected VP and went on vacation. She is somewhere. She with Tupac and them right now, just chilling. Baby, blowing one down. Okay, I hope she comes back to see about us to see Mm. what the fuck they ain't done. We did it, Joe. We did it. Y'all ain't did shit. We ain't seen her since. We've been out here fending for ourselves. We ain't seen you since you had that tracksuit on. So I go, we did it, Joe. Where you been? That nasty with that nappy ass hair. We did it, Joe. We did it. I'll crack her up. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Try should have hit that pin a little bit too many times. <laughs> he is. He it's, the, it's, an affli- it's an affliction in that now. It's an affliction. Me, me and Leron looking like, what did he say? What? It's coming out slur. It's coming I out told fast. You to put that pen down, but the Saints don't want to listen to wisdom. Didn't Dorinda sing about no more, no more weed? Who was that? <laughs> you don't have to smoke that weed. <laughs> Come on, time. No more. Because <laughs> <laughs> your train of thought, I mean, it is. Baby, that thing, baby, that thing had escaped my brain. Oh, I had to press that, send it back, Lord. <laughs> send it back, reset. <laughs> send it back, Lord. All right, and welcome back. Welcome back to the Do Way I See It podcast. <laughs> I've been all around the world. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm cracking up. <laughs> so, so we gonna we gonna let Marvin Gaye rest this week. Okay. But we'll we'll be back on the gas with him next week because I'm sure there's gonna be some shit uh to ask him like why all these wild and out stars is, is I was about to say takes. I just had one question. That that was my only question, Marvin Gay. Same, same. I mean like, is the well, wild and out set where you just really go wild out? Because all of them is wild. Oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold you. I mean, but when is let me stop playing. Let me <laughs> Is Hitman Holla coming in any day, any, anywhere near Jersey for a wild and out tour? Let me stop playing. <laughs> babe, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, babe. I am see, just the fuck kidding. See? <laughs> and we're moving on. That's why we're not asking Marvin Gaye shit this week. Because uh, we, we, we not asking Marvin Gaye because we got to ask, we got to sit the church down. We got to ask the church a lot, okay. of, a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Um so last week I ended the episode with this this statement that the church cannot be the place that heals you and kills you at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so the state of the church is really on my heart because I am the church. I am a product of the church. Um, I'm I love church. Um, I I still believe in the institution of the church, um, but with that being said, the institution of the church has to change. Mm-hmm. Um. So, last week we were talking to um, Britt. Hey, Britt, we were talking to Britt about why she didn't go to church, um, and surprisingly, it was not an event; it was more so a lack of information. Mm-hmm. So there. Uh, you, there have been new developments uh, that Laron is no longer going to church, and um, you know, oh, you know, you know what I don't like about when people leave the church, Uh-oh. they always change their profile picture. If y'all have not seen Laron's profile picture, <laughs> you tried <laughs> he, it. He is in his silk. He is in his you silk pajamas, like really TLC when they was creeping, <laughs> and I mean, just. First of all, my last profile picture got me in trouble too because I had on my short shorts and my shirt was all open. So, <laughs> oh, so you reprobate? I, I mean, clearly, but um, yes, I have decided to kind of step away from the church just for a moment for a multiplicity of reasons. Um, number one, I uh, 
circling back to what the episode we're talking about, what we believe in, I just, I can't sit and I can't sit in a service and then you're like preaching something that I really don't like. I understand we got, we're supposed to chew the meat, spit out the bones, but mm, I like, like I, 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 I yeah. can't, I, I, I just cannot do that any longer. And then um, on top of that, I'm just, um, the church is supposed to be a hospital. The church is supposed to be a place where, um, you know, we come and we get healed. Um, and we're supposed to understand that no one, God is not looking for perfect people. I said this before, yeah. God is not looking for perfect people. He's He's looking for yielded vessels to become a purposed, huh. to become purposed vessels to do his perfect will. So I, I I feel like a lot of people just come like like they're okay with doing outreach ministry. We we got to go out and save souls. Da, 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 da. But that doesn't mean that the people that are in the church don't still need saving and don't still need healing. Or we haven't arrived. We'll never arrive arrive at that place of perfection. So I just feel like you know my my experience about leaving the church is definitely more so uh, heavily more so on this of because of a series of events. Um, I don't like uh, self-righteousness. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like gossiping and backbiting. Um, and that was just had been my, here lately, my experience with the church. And, and, not, and, and neither and not, does not, not God. Just, neither does God. And that, that, that's not saying that, um, you know, that my church that's what reason but it's just the church in general like i just i just need to take a break from y'all because number one i like to fight and um hello oh god i'm i'm not i i have definitely been prone to and i will fight in somebody's sanctuary i don't give a fuck so to, to, just to you know not not get kicked out of anybody's church i'm just going to take a moment just to take a breath <laughs> like like denise did with the clock sisters. okay <laughs> <laughs> I understand. You know, there used to be there would there used to be a time where I would say, "No, don't leave the church. Don't leave the church. Don't." I understand now. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that, as with any relationship, breaks are sometimes necessary. Sometimes mm-hmm. I have to step away from a thing because I'm too, I'm too, I'm too engulfed in it. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, ooh. Okay, we'll go here. I'll make excuses for it because I know what I love and I know what I I, I know what the church is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But I'm Jennifer Lewis said it like this: If you sit in shit too long, it stops smelling. Mm-hmm. So come the fuck out of there. Yeah, absolutely, is what she said. Um, I, I think I think a lot of the times we make excuses for the places that we're in out of loyalty. And because we're too involved, yeah. um, and then we can't take a step back. When in taking a step back, we'll be able to really fully see. Okay, you know, I love this. I like this. I like that. But at large, there's some things that need to be improved. There's some things that need to be changed. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just you're just too. I'm too close to the mirror <laughs> to see what you see in me. <laughs> and I just like you made a good point, like. We like, especially those who have, um, who operate in uh, offices in the church or uh, operate like in a specific ministry of the church. Like we have like this sense of obligation to the church. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we're like, it's, it's, 
and and that that's where it gets um misconstrued because you should never have such an obligation to the church your obligation should first be to god hey because only what you do for christ will last you may do (laughs) you may do all of these (laughs) wonderful things (laughs) come on kim Yes. You may build <laughs> skyscrapers. Yes. But yeah, like I, I, for, for me, like it just became like I, I just felt like my life was like just I can't plan things that I want to do just as far as my career and like things I want to like further myself with things outside of the church was like, OK, well, what is the church going to think? And I got to do this yeah. for the church. I got to do that for the church. It just became it just became too much. Yeah. especially for me not too. being or licensed or ordained in anybody's church like oh my god <laughs> no so i just recently had a, a thing with my church currently um i'm a, i serve as a minister on staff i do a lot at the church like a lot and um i'm like my pastor's right hand man uh and it just it was getting to become a lot you know we we ha- opened back up september uh 19th this year and oh wow like it was just a lot you know coming back into it um and i was just always there just there 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 so um a few weeks ago i just i was just like i I can't I, i can't and i was just like i felt guilty at first because i was like Okay, but who's going to do? I do a lot there. Who's going to do that? Who's going to pick up the slack? Who's going to do this? Mm. And I kept putting it off because I was like, I don't want to leave them high and dry. I don't mm. want to leave them high and dry. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't taking care of me. Right. Mm-hmm. And I really had to sit back and and think. Okay, Josh, why why do you show up the way you do? And the truth of the matter was, I was showing up because I was afraid that if I stopped showing up in the ways that I was showing up, um that they would leave. Mm-hmm. So I had this, I, it was a trauma response. So I said, no, I'm choosing me this Sunday. I'm choosing me this weekend. I rented a car, got a hotel and I hopped on 45. Mm-hmm. And, mm, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> was <that> never mind. <laughs> no, no, no. And, oh, you so messy. Um, yeah. And I, I, you know, I think thankfully I have a pastor that did not hold that over my head or does not hold that. She was like, no, baby, you deserve a break. You go get yourself together. Um, I That's something that I appreciate now because coming up, we had to be in church on Sundays. Had to. Sundays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, Thursdays. I don't care if we were on vacation. Our vacation was coming to a, a screeching halt right. Saturday evening. We were going we were going to be back home because we had to be at church Sunday. Mm-hmm. Going over cousin's house, going over sleeping over anybody's house. No, you going you coming back home Saturday night unless unless everybody going to church. You know? Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I it, it should not feel like a job, a dead-end job yes. coming to church. Yes. But you know who I blame for that? Pastor. Because a couple of reasons. It shows that our relationship is flawed because we're not, you know, in communication, you know, and you, you, you know, pastors are supposed to look out for you. You know, they're the shepherd, we're the sheep. However, it's more so of a selfish thing. Mm. 
And it's like, well, no, I, if I got to do something, no, I need you. I need you. And that it becomes a guilt trip. And then your condition, like you said, Josh, to always be available. Very manipulative. And, I, and yeah. And that's why I blame mm-hmm. and not every situation, but I know specifically for me, um, not in my current church, um, that I felt, I felt exactly that way. Like mm-hmm. I was manipulated to do these things and, oh, I got, I have great things in store for you and blah, 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 blah. And it never happened. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I blame, sometimes I blame pastors for that. Yeah. I blame, I'm sorry. I was, gonna I was say, just going to say, sometimes, go, go, baby, go ahead. You got it. <laughs> no, 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 because I uh, know I'm sorry. I do apologize. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Listen, you have to give me some grace. I missed last week, so I got a whole bunch of shit to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but um, I was going to say, I, I, I do blame the pastors, but also I also blame our parents, especially mm-hmm. like if you grew up in church, especially if you're like myself, like a PK when it was like there was no balance there was no mm-hmm. life yeah. church balance you know what i'm saying like there was no separation of church and state like there was it was just church 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 like literally falling asleep under the pews mm-hmm. being in church sunday so uh all, first of all all day sunday because you got sunday and sunday evening service mm-hmm. <laughs> then you have a bible study choir rehearsals and don't let it be a revival you're going to be in there all week you know what i'm saying so i i, I, I blame um, parents for not recognizing the cycle because because it, it could have been their parents. You know what I'm saying doing the same thing. It's just all that they knew. So I just wish that parents um, would have recognized uh, that cycle and breaking it because you know because it, a lot of churches, a lot a lot of church kids definitely leave church because it's just all they knew. They they never saw the balance. They never got to experience yeah. life outside of church. Yeah. So. And it's interesting that you say that because a lot of people, and I said this last week, a lot of people aren't turned off to God. They're turned off to church. what they've seen represented in mm-hmm. the church. And everybody wants, you know, from the inside of the church, it's, well, we're just too much like them and they don't want to. No, 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 no. It, it, that's not it. Mm-hmm. You, you're, you, you're self-righteously making yourself a victim right and saying no they just don't want this because this is a hard thing i said no 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 they don't want this because they've experienced you outside of these four walls Mm -hmm. and um they've experienced you inside of these four walls and you were just as mean just as nasty um unkind Mm -hmm. um you know judgmental (laughs) messy Very that nice. you know, I can't. I can't even go sit down to my seat before you already texting somebody about me. You know, right? It's that kind of thing, and that's my issue with the church. The church does not look like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And my my question when I walk into environments like that, thank God I have a, a beautiful church who none of this who do, this doesn't apply to. We're not a perfect people. Uh, and I think that we all know that. So that's why we work mm-hmm. is because at the end of the day, we all we are all imperfect from the pastor on down. And we all just trying to love Jesus and yeah. learn of him. So, you know, um, but I'm fortunate to have to go to a, a beautiful church um, where my leaders are genuine, um, where they don't want anything from the people, um, but the best for them and for them to you know, meet their destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just really have a hard time going into churches where 
there is manipulation and witchcraft being preached over the pulpit. Um, they're preaching their disgusts rather the rather the heart of God, exactly. and they're preaching out of what's re- what's uh, relevant relevant. Woo, my Ooh, God! Then what they get, then what they get in Revelation. Yeah, it is. You still gotta I, work I, that I, out. I yeah, I, still, I couldn't work it out. They're, they're preaching what is relevant and what's not relevant. <laughs> yes. Uh, but that's not what is. he meant. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just hate it because you see people being turned away in droves and they're blaming it on this, that, and the other. Well, the church don't have a standard no more. No. That we we we're we're discovering, especially in this age of information, as Brit as Brit called it last week, we're discovering that there are fallacies and there are holes in this standard that you haven't plugged up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And instead of letting this sink, we're saying no. I would rather instead of drowning, we would say I would rather jump ship than to stay here so that you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of narcissistic, pompous yes. pastors mm-hmm. yes. Yes. out yes. here yes. that have turned church into their show. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Brittany said last week, it is the only place that they are relevant. Exactly. It is the only place that they have a voice. And the only reason they have a voice is because somebody has made them popular. Um, somebody has, Somebody who we look up to has approved or affirmed them. And, you know, they saying Humpty Dumpty stuff fell off the wall and we just, ah, and we've made gods out of men and women and we worship them instead of worshiping God. Yeah. And, you know, it, it becomes a, well, my pastor said this and you see a whole lot of lack of compassion and people don't really have a, a reason or, 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 even scripture to back it up. Well, my pastor say we, my pastor just preached. We got to come from among them and be. You know, it becomes a okay. God, what are you saying? It it goes from God. What are you telling me to? No, my pastor. Whatever my pastor says. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. you have you you know, and I, I because I'm close with my pastor, we talk a lot, and you know, she always tells me, "Well, I'm Josh. I'm showing you stuff like this." Because so when you become a pastor, I'll be like, "Baby, no, we don't <laughs> want that." Uh. Uh-uh. But we were discussing something one day and she was just like, she she showed me a different perspective. And shit, I just lost my train of thought. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jesus. Josh, you have got to chill on that, on that pen. Because this is sad. This is sickening. Look at the struggle on his face. This is really embarrassing. Like how you could be like mid-sentence. Okay. Okay. Whew. Thank you. It's brought back. Um, Thank you, Holy Ghost. We were talking and she was... (laughs) Thank you, Holy Ghost. And she was just saying, I'm showing you these types of things so that you know and so that when when you get in situations like this, you won't think it's strange. Um, and she was like, people will come to you before they go to God. And they will make idols out of you. And they will come to you like, okay, well, you're my God. And she's, she teaches us 
don't make this about me. And you see a lot of people who make idols out of their leadership. Yes. And it is, it's like, do you, are you obeying God Mm. or are you obeying me? Right. Because if you're obeying me, I'm too flawed of a person. Yeah. That's true though. And I was definitely going to tap on that. Like, I feel like a lot of people definitely shift it to idol worship, if you will, because they're so concerned, they're so concerned about, well, what's pastor going to think? If I do this, what's pastor going to say? Da, 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 da. And at the end of the day, like I said before, it's, it's not that your conviction should never be towards men. It should be towards the heart mm-hmm. of God. And what it, it and, and, and I leave like, and uh, like, I've never, a lot of people say this, oh, I've left the church, but I haven't left God. And I never like really under, I mean, a part of me understood it, a part of me was we're looking for. I always get empathize and sympathize mixed up. <laughs> you can use sympathize. You can use sympathize in that case. So I sympathized with the no, I, I empathize with them, right? Because that wasn't my experience. Okay. But now I can sympathize with them because uh, it is okay. my experience. You know what I'm saying? Because now yeah. I now I understand where I haven't, you know. My concern now is, am I living a life that's pleasing to God, not pleasing yeah. to the church and what the church deems as right and wrong? What does God really say? Yeah. That That's, that's, that's something because a lot of people, when you talk to them, it's the antics of the church. Mm-hmm. You know, I said last week, I, I I hate church rhetoric. I hate the cliches. I hate the, when praises go up, blessings come. I hate them because one, they're not scriptural. Um, I Two, it, it, it makes the heart of people different than what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You, you create little sluts. You create little people who say... <laughs> Gimme, give gimme, give gimme, give and I'll give you I'll 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 love you for this amount of time if you give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Um, and I think a lot I think a lot of the attendance drop or the decline, I should say, is because the church sold empty promises hmm. to people who really had faith in them. Mm-hmm. And they 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 kept that carrot in front of them and it turned them off. It turned their faith off, and that's that's always scary for me. It's just like, and even how I live my life, I never want to be the reason someone stops believing in God. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, you know, I never want to be the cause of somebody saying, "See, that's why I don't go." Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think it's oh, I think it's so against the heart of God to see that to see a person and ignore what they need because you don't agree with what they do. Mm. It is so against the heart of God. Just think, I think about the story both times when Jesus interacts with these women. First, the woman at the well who, you know, she she done been around the block a few times. And Jesus never brought up her promiscuity or her being with a man that her being with a man that wasn't her husband to condemn her 
when he when he mentioned that he he said that so that she could believe that mm-hmm. what he was saying was right because then nobody know that that wasn't her her husband mm-hmm. so it was never to condemn her even with the woman that they caught in adultery my question in that story was well how y'all only caught the woman where what was the man right that was with her and why y'all not trying to stone him too right because she wasn't in there by herself so even when jesus takes her he does not condemn her he does not he does not introduce her by her offense he does not say hey this is the slut hey this is the whore that was in another in a married man's bed you know Mm-hmm. He covers her. Right. And I see more uncovering from the church than I do covering. It is, we don't want the gay here. We don't want the, the uh, adulterer here. We don't want the fornicator here. Well, who's who's supposed to be there? Right. Who's supposed to be? <laughs> who's left? Who's supposed to come? Who's left? Who's left? And why are you still there? Why? 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 I think once the church I, understands the, the this, there's a saying that I've heard that I've carried with me for such a long time. Um, I forgot who said it, but I, I heard it in church. And the man of God said, the devil knows you by your name or calls you by your sin. God knows you by your sin and calls you by your name. Mm. I feel like <laughs> if the church really grabbed hold of that, yeah, seriously, and like really, like let that thing sit in. There wouldn't be a, there wouldn't be as much quote unquote. I like I I couldn't even call it church hurt. There wouldn't be much hurt that goes on in the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank traumas. thank God for the thank God for the gifts of discerning of spirits. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, 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 that's one of my strongest gifts. Um, I can I I can always I always know the spirit in which you're operating in. Mm-hmm. I can heal it. I can hear like when my uncle, who was my pastor previously, said to me, I wish you never found out. He said, I wish you never found out. What I heard was I I I, I hope that you would never discover who you were, because in discovering who you are, I can't control and manipulate you anymore. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I heard spiritually when when he said that. Um same thing when I when I hear certain things come across the pulpit, be like, oh, that's 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 not God. That's, right. No. That's because you you can't spew you can't spew hatred from the pulpit and call it God. Right. Hello? You can't pew you can't spew your disgusts because because this is this is why I say and I believe that people have made their idea of God their God. Um because we can't we can't be serving the same God because not one time do you ever see God call anybody by their offense, by their sin by their proclivities. He he always calls them by their names. So to hear preachers get up and say, you this and you that, and mm-hmm. it's in disgust, it's in condemnation, it's in shame. Mm-hmm. Um you're not your 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 voice is the the sound of the accuser, not the one who has paid the price. And it makes it, it it makes the representation makes God look bipolar, mm. like He does not know who He is, like He's schizophrenic. Like one day I'm I'm good, the next day I'm like rah rah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's like no. Um. So I 
my beef with the church is how we represent God. Um, because, you know, the saying is out there, some people may not ever pick up the Bible, but they read you and you're they the Bible. You. Exactly. And people, people, people preach that to make it seem like you have to be perfect. No, people aren't looking for perfection. Exactly. Because perfection is unattainable to the common person. Exactly. They're looking for somebody who they can, one, relate to, who they can see themselves in, who they can see mess it up and also see redemption and also right. see how you get up. You know, everybody wants to preach perfect, 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 perfect. Well, what happens when I fall? Mm-hmm. Now I'm living yeah. in this umbrella of shame because yeah. you only told me how to walk. You didn't tell me how to get back up when I fail, Mm -hmm. you know? So you make falling such a taboo statement where you have to go in the back office and confess, I fail. I need you to pray, pray me back into the kingdom. Mm -hmm. That's not, that's not real. You know, that's not, that's not real. (laughs) Then you get sat down and it's like, we're all black and sitting back in the church. (laughs) Yeah. I gotta, I gotta put on my sackcloth and ashes and and (laughs) mourn with those that mourn, you know, (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) Um, and so I, I really think the church is at fault and it really grieves God's heart. You know, what? the Lord showed me something last week, um, that I just, I just really could not fathom. He said, Josh, it's sad that the church needed hell to get people to fall in love with me. Mm. That my, my act of love, Ooh. My act of love towards everybody, towards all mankind, was not a good enough selling point for you to use Mm. to teach people about me. Instead, you would rather scare them. Scare tactics. So that they run to me. So they don't run to me because I love them. And because they love me, they run to me because they want to save themselves. Mm. My mama. That thing opened my eyes. I said, oh, my Lord. Mm -hmm. And it convicted me as a preacher that I would never put more attention on hell than I do. Or I would never give the attention more, the attention to the enemy, the enemy, the enemy. When in actuality, he's really not that goddamn busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. He 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 plays with the seat of your mind, mm-hmm. and once you entertain that, you take yourself down the rabbit hole. He gone minding his relaxing and chilling in his chair. <laughs> you know, so I, I think I think the church is at fault for a lot of bad theology even down to why married couples struggle in their sex lives. You know, you, you put all this shame on sex and then, you know, people don't know how to see the beauty in something that they've they don't know been how to afraid do. to touch Listen, all their lives. That marriage bed is undefiled, so you can do whatever the fuck you want to do in that bed, okay? Baby. <laughs> you can give it us free. From the Amistad. So, so I th- I think the church is at fault, but I I I think the church is still very relevant. I think the church is still very relevant, and here's here's what I hear a lot. 
I hear, well, I can read the Bible for myself and I can do this for myself, which is true, which and is something that you should. But I still believe in the relevancy of the church because I remember driving in my car saying, God, I need to hear. I, I've shouted for everybody else these other Sundays. Mm-hmm. I need to hear you today for me. And I remember driving both hands on the steering wheel because that's what I do when I'm stressed out. Um, <laughs> and I'm talking to God like, hey, I need you to talk. Ooh, I need I need you to talk to me today. I was I was halfway suicidal. And I, I was just I was just tired. And this wasn't this this was 2018. I was tired. And um I got to church. Again, me and my pastor close. We we weren't talking like that. I'm sitting on the second row, and she starts reading her scripture, and she laughs. And I always know what that means. That means she didn't hear from God when she do that. <laughs> and I just be like, okay, here we go. When I tell you the scripture she read, Genesis 26 actually was my exact. It was my exact location. Mm-hmm. It was when Elijah was like, okay, God, I just did something amazing for you. Now I'm hiding in a cave. And if this is what my life is going to be like, I would rather you just take me. Mm-hmm. He was praying for death. Mm-hmm. And that's literally where I was. And I, I, I couldn't, I broke down mm-hmm. because God had hurt me. Mm-hmm. And that was an instance where I couldn't do it for myself. Right. You know? So that's why I still believe in the relevancy of the church um, as flawed as it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's good to damn something because of its flaws mm-hmm. and ignore its successes or its strengths. Yeah. You know, I agree. There definitely is relevancy in the church because the strong bear the infirmities of the weak. There are definitely iron sharpens iron. There are definitely things that you get in a yeah. corporate experience that you would never Walk get on a that word. experience. It's the truth. There are there have been plenty of times where I know for a fact that I there were some things that were unlocked and through corp for me through corporate worship, there was healing that took place in church through corporate worship and through corporate experiences because I had somebody bearing my infirmities because I was weak that day or I had somebody sharpening my, we were sharpening each other. You know what I'm saying? So it definitely still is relevant. It's just, y'all need to get y'all shit together. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. For me, like, I think, like you said, the corp, the corporate worship, that for me is like the most important thing. Um, And like, being online and like, you know, sitting in front of my computer, it's just not the same as actually being in the presence of people who believe and that oil rubs off on you. You know what I mean? Like that, the atmosphere and the Holy spirit, it just comes in, you know what I mean? And so it's, it's, you you can get it at home, but you can't, you ain't gonna get it like you get it at church. Because it's, it's still energy. You know, you know, this from, from theater, like you can have, you can you can do the same show and each night 
the show is different because of mm-hmm. the energy that's in the room. Mm-hmm. I, I've done comedic shows. I've done shows that had comedic parts and certain audiences laughed at certain things and the other didn't, you know, mm-hmm. same. Show, they found different pockets to laugh. Same with, same with, same with being in the building. It's the energy of the people. And that's what I think that's why the, the upper room was so powerful. It is something about when we're here, when, when people are gathered together in one space and they're, they're they they have the same mind. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody's there for the, ooh, I felt the Holy Ghost right there. Mm-hmm. They, everybody has the same mind and everybody mm-hmm. is focused on the same thing. It nobody's here with their own agenda. Nobody, right. you don't have this one over here spectating. You don't have everybody's believing and waiting and expecting for a, for the manifestation of promise and that's what the church is supposed to be. I'm supposed to come in here and the hope is the hope in you is supposed to rub off on me. Exactly. So even when I walked in hopeless, I'm walking out hopeful. Right. Not in worse condition than I than I, you know, because mm-hmm. what I, one one of the things I pre, you cannot use the Bible against the Bible. You can't use one part of the Bible against the other part of the Bible. Mm-hmm. The Bible does not contradict itself, you know, um, because it's all truth. It's all one. Um, you. The other thing is you can't use a book of love to condemn. You can't. You can't preach to people you judge. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like another acting principle. They tell us no matter who you who you're playing, never judge your character because if you go into that role judging them, your mind is already set, made up about them. So you're not going to find any of the beauties of the person. They're going to be two dimensional. You know what makes a good villain is in that villain's mind, they're right. Mm-hmm. They're doing some kind of justice. You know, so I can't preach to you when I've already condemned you to hell. Mm-hmm. Wow. When I do that, there goes compassion. So I don't care how the fuck I talk to you. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of the, the, the compassion has been sucked out and everybody wants to be fucking right. Mm-hmm. It, it annoys me. It annoys me to hear preachers preach to prove how right they are mm-hmm. yeah instead of asking god what what do the people that's in this room need to hear from you yeah to live mm-hmm. and we we've just made we've just made church about us mm-hmm. the focus of the church has shifted yeah it's so sad. It's it's really sad because church it definitely definitely is supposed to be, especially doing a work. Well, you know, I was well. I guess I still am because I'm still getting paid to lead praise and worship at a church. Um, my biggest thing about church is definitely wor- worship. Because mm-hmm. if Adam and Eve would have never fell, we would have still had to worship. The word is for us. <laughs> the, the the worship was all praise and worship is always in order. So like whenever we go into services, that's like the worship experience is so important to me because it's supposed to be like a literal glimpse of what heaven is supposed to be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, when, like just like you said, like when we're all on one accord, we're all with the same mind, with the same focus. 
and what we're supposed to be here doing, loving on the God that we love and serve. Uh, like it's certain things that just get unlocked in that in that particular moment that you can never get alone. And that, that's that's what it's a glimpse of heaven. When we get like yeah. when it's right. But all the other bullshit, yeah. like I can't just like you said, people are like preaching their ideologies and making up new theologies to make to prove that they're right and whoever else is wrong. The Bible is right. And somebody and somebody wrong. (laughs) 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 My God. That thing just hijacked me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but that that that's the truth. Um, It's 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 really disgusting. It's really disgusting to see people intentionally reserve themselves because it's something that they don't like. They'll sit there, fold their arms. I don't like this song. Mm-hmm. Oh, that baby, shit. that shit pisses me the fuck off. Please, <laughs> and you have you have preachers you have preachers that will sit in the back office because they don't want to sit through praise and worship. If you don't want to sit through praise and worship, why you got the people sitting through it? And shouldn't you? And shouldn't you be in? I, like I can <laughs> I can never understand or get with that. Like how are you going to sit in the back during praise and worship? Like come on, you're supposed to be out here experiencing the same thing we're experiencing. Yeah. Um, I I think, I think, another thing that I hate about the church, the the cult, the the church culture, is that the church has now adopted this thing that in order to stay here and be here, you have to hide. But mm. I don't want you to hide. through the Over the pulpit, I'm going to tell you, to come out of that hiding. Mm. But from my heart, but you better not come out that closet. <laughs> <laughs> you better no, not come so. from up under that bed. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, I remember, I, I, I believe I never really saw my mom cry because, because of church. Church mm. told her, no, don't you let the enemy see you cry. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, church taught her, no, you you got faith. You're not supposed to cry. And I, I I adopted that. And the Lord said, where'd you get that from? Who told you Who told you because you had faith you weren't going to cry? Um, I did some of my best it, crying in church. <laughs> you listen. Baby. And it, it is. Shirt, shirt wet. I think it hurts. Right. It hurts us. It hurts us that the church has made humans hide their humanity mm-hmm. from, from a pulpit standpoint of you can be human as long as you're in the pews, but don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't be human. If you clear, Oh, you carry the clock. No, don't be human. And it makes, it, it makes a divide when at the end of the day, we are all human. Mm-hmm. And all, you know, mm-hmm. it makes, it makes it makes people say, "Well, how how do you love that humanity and despise another? Mm-hmm. Is it is it really humanity that you love, or is it likeness?" Mm. Um, and that's when it gets like it. I'm sorry, just like go ahead. talking just gets my mind roll. Like, <laughs> but so no, like no, serious. Like it's um, I do have a question, but it's to your point. It's like being so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good mm-hmm. how are you earthly how are you good for this earth if you have no like if you're not if you have cut off your humanity side 
how can yeah. you truly witness to somebody and really truly like if the purpose of us being Christians and living this life is to draw others to know what we know and have experience that we have experienced. How are you so heavenly minded that you cannot show your humanity? Like you're no, you're you're not you're not you, good that here. You can't be touched. You're not good you can't here. Be touched. <laughs> you're not, you're not yeah. doing anyone any good. Yeah. What was do your y'all, question, Jay? Do y'all feel like there is still tension between denominations? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I feel like it's not as heavy. I feel like it's not as like thick as it once was. But yeah, absolutely. It's it, it's it's not as vocal. It's not as uh, audible as it once was. Yeah, it's still happening. It's still loud. It's just it's just loud whispers now. Mm. What is that? Um, what does that stem from though? Like it, it's it's pride. It's everybody's. My view of the Bible is right. Right theology. Yeah. It is it is you know the the dumbest thing is this baptism debate. In Jesus name, in the name of Father Son Holy Ghost. I went down to three name. Period. <laughs> <laughs> you you, t- you take you take the focus off of the fact that somebody's faith compelled them and moved them to get baptized. Mm-hmm. And you argue over the minute way of how it happened mm. you d- you diminish yeah you do you diminish the meaning yeah and you know and this is what i don't understand about denominations peter then was getting ready to go fight other christians because they weren't serving the the way the people that were walking with jesus were and jesus said why are you going over to fight them Said because they they didn't come through us, they didn't come through us and get approval on how you, how you do this. Jesus said, "Well, are they for you or against you? You got to know who's 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 for you and who's against you. If they're working, okay. if y'all working towards the same goal, they're not against you. Mm-hmm, they're right. for you. So why are you gonna go over there and fight them when y'all working towards the same thing? Mm. So I, I I guess they skip over that part of the Bible because it's in there." It's in there, you know. It's in there. So I'm just like, it, it's it's dumb to me. It's dumb to me that you 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 argue about the minute things when there are bigger things to focus on, like creating safe spaces for people. Yes, mm-hmm. that they don't have to come in. Yeah, that they don't have to come in and pretty up their story to yeah. receive compassion. Oh, right. Lord, have mercy that they don't have to that they don't have to come and give you a half truth because they're afraid of your judgment. Please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the church has more to focus on in that they reflect love, a love that does not run when it gets messy. Mm-hmm. A love that does not leave you high and dry. A love that says, no, I'm going to cover you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're naked. Let me find some clothes. Here's here's the jacket off of my fucking back. Yeah. Right. Until the church gets there, we we don't have time to focus on the on the the minute things because it's big shit in the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like That's you true. don't know how to fucking talk to people. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you think you think yo hikamashika mashata is gonna you know put you back in right standing with me? No, <sighs> absolutely not. Wore me out. <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
the church has more to work out I, and i think what's what's happening in this generation is you know the fluff worked for my my big mama my great grandmother you know because they they re- they really didn't have the knowledge they didn't have they most of them couldn't read most, my great grandmother i don't think my grandmother has a, a third grade educa- education mm-hmm. so you know that only speaks to what my great grandmother had wow. and all they knew was Bible, and mm-hmm. they got Bible audibly by what the preacher said. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what they say is not even in the book. Mm-hmm. It's, well, you know, the Bible say this, but they can't tell you where it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so sure does the Bible is, say that. <laughs> right. And so that's all they have. So the fluff worked for them because it filled in their ignorance. Mm-hmm. What it doesn't work for us because we're like, uh, uh-uh, I'll let move. What yeah. what's the heart of what you're saying? Right? Huh? No, that no, that ain't it. Because either Jesus paid Jesus paid the the cost for sin already, or I'm going to have to pay the cost. The cost wasn't really paid; it was on layaway. Which mm-hmm. one is it? Yeah, yeah. And because because me and my pastor were just talking about this the other day. Leaders are so hungry for that seat of leader that they don't know when to transition and say, okay, my time is done. Let me pass this on. Yeah. You have these, you have these people who are trying to recreate history and make church what it's always been instead of embracing what the church is evolving into. It's the dumbest thing to pray, Lord, send a revival, Lord, send a revival, do something new in us and then expect God to only move in the realm of what he's done before. It's oxymoronic. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it makes you look like a joke. Um, so these these leaders are demanding the people go back to the old time way. Well, hell, if the old time way was so perfect, why why we get away from it in the first place? Because it wasn't working. It was it was flawed. It needed to be improved. <laughs> I feel and like when, what, what you feel? Uh oh, he rocking. Well, well no, because you know, I, I grew up holiness. I grew up uh-huh. old school holding this church. So I, I do believe that there are some things that we need to get back to. So like so, so, some stuff works. <laughs> truly fasting <laughs> and praying, truly fasting and praying worked. Tearing on that altar worked. <laughs> so that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there are definitely there are definitely some spiritual things that I feel like that we that we do need to get back to. But here's, as far as here's like, what I always say. I always say we have to get back to their heart. Their That's methods it. were flawed. That's it. Their hearts were in the right place. That's it. I can agree with so that. So they, they made going to the movies a sin mm-hmm. because, not because it's actually a sin, but because their heart said, I dare not even watch anything or give some give myself the permission to go watch something that's going to interfere or contaminate my spiritual relationship with God. Right. It was their heart yeah, that right. God honored, right. not their right. extremities. Yes. But what we did, you know, generation after that is we just we just grabbed the act or the the extremeness, mm-hmm. but we left the heart. We never investigated why they got into exactly. it. We just adopted the oh no, we don't go to the movies, Doc. Well, exactly. why? Saints just ought not do it. No, they don't. That does not work yes. for this generation. So you have these leaders that are preaching. Let's go back. Go back to the old time way to control. 
because they don't want to give an account to, or they don't want to have to actually study mm-hmm. <laughs> to give the appropriate answers to the questions that people are really asking now. People right. are not no longer afraid or ignorant to ask anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Well, how do we, that? Like, where, where do we go from here? <laughs> that's, that's we have we we have to we have to bring love back to back to church. Love cannot see a need and ignore it on any level. Um, we have to bring back compassion and understanding. All of these are characteristics of love. Mm-hmm. The truth we have to we have to be honest with people. We have to bring truth back and make Jesus the focus. Make the good news, the focus. We always preaching hell, doom, and gloom, and it's just like, hey, chill, fam. My mm-hmm. my my savior didn't overcome that. So right. why why are you why are you invoking fear and making me seem like I got to fight all the days of my life? Right. When that's not that's not the plan of God for my life. Why am I fighting a fight he already won? Mm-hmm. Don't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. I would definitely um feeling uh bring love back to the church. And I I feel like especially with our generation generation you have to be real. You have to be genuine. Yeah. You have to be like like it, especially now uh, I don't know what our generation but I feel like we have like a heightened sense of discernment. <laughs> we <Yeah>. can like <laughs> really tell the real from the fake. Yeah. So it's just like you, you have to, you have to move and operate in love, and you have to. And I feel like when you're genuine about it, it's, it's going to cause you to move that way. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I also believe a lot of clergy need to revisit their whys. Boom. Sure. Why do I preach the gospel? Because you know you start you start doing stuff for a period of time and it just becomes habit, and you lose when it becomes habit. You lose the intention. You lose the heart. It's just it just becomes a routine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I revisit my why all often because everything that I do, whether it's this podcast or whatever, everything that comes from me is in alignment with my call. My call, mm, Jesus yeah. told me, was to redeem the ones that felt unworthy, un- unworthy, that felt thrown away and cast off from the church. Right. So everything that I'm doing lines with that call. Um, I think a lot of people just don't know why they do it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's their, their why has become perverted. Mm-hmm. Um. So I also believe that we have to give balanced resources. You can't just feed my spirit and and not care about my flesh. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with the Bible study, do we have resources of you know life life you know life coaches, therapists yeah. like to to help walk me through the life part? I appreciate your pastoralship, yeah. But I need something to help me for my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I think if we if we start checking in and stop assuming what the people need and start checking in uh, to to gain the real needs of the people, 
I think we would see the church change. Yeah. The church would change from this place of just, are we coming to have church to a place of safety, to a dwelling place, to a place where people are always welcome, Mm -hmm. not just when the doors are open on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. I also feel like church has gotten too animated. Um, Mm. Like pulpits are starting to look like arenas now. You know, and which, okay, do it. But like, I feel like it just becomes so much that that's what it's about. And it's no longer about souls. It's about bodies filling these seats so we can pay for what, you know, we already spent this money on, you know. So I just feel like it's just getting really out of hand. Like I was at a church and they had a fog machine on and I was just like, okay, uh first of all. No, y'all gonna have to turn that shit off because <laughs> I got to sing in the rafters on tonight, and that's not gonna work. So, got like, strobe like somebody be me have an epileptic. They actually did too. See, <laughs> um, so yeah, I just think that can sometimes we can it gets so caught up that we miss the hurt that people are bringing into the church. Absolutely, you know, wanting wanting to be healed. You can't see the people because it's so damn dark. So damn dark. And I, and I feel like even with that, like, I feel like that's that's an extremity as well because a lot of people, like, especially um, people that grew up in, like, the whole holiness church, pews, wood floors, <laughs> like, that, like, like they, they, like, go to these type of churches because it's so far from what they grew up in. Mm-hmm, and I feel like, mm-hmm. like, like, people are like, I can't, I can't do it. I, I can't do dark, sexy church. I can't do... <laughs> Fog machines. I can't do strobe lights and light shows. I'm just I I, I personally don't. That's not what I look for when I go to the church. But like I feel like some people just look for that because it's so because they have been hurt by churches that look like yeah. pews and yeah. all that that yeah. they this is this is so different. This is so different. Let me try it out. And I feel like people like just do that to the extreme just to prove that they're not that. You know what I'm saying? That this ain't that. And I think a lot of that is church is not having a target audience. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that it's wrong for churches to have a target audience. I don't, what I do believe is wrong is that churches turn people away or make certain kinds of people feel uncomfortable. But I absolutely believe that your church should have a target audience. Like there is, there are some churches that should only target the gifted because Mm -hmm. they're there to cultivate the gift. Mm Mm-hmm. And not use it. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So I think I think knowing your target audience helps you move with intention and integrity and integrity. Um. So yeah, I th- I think you know everybody wants this vague. Oh, my church is for everybody. No, the the gospel is for everybody. Your yeah. specific church, not so That's much. Not for everybody. Not so much. Um. So yeah, it's 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 being honest. It's bringing honesty back to <laughs> the church. Mm-hmm. Honesty as it relates to what we're doing with the money. Which I, another thing, my church now is the first church I've been a part of that give us gives us actual reports of you know where the money was going. Uh, yeah, 
You know, my church was in Charlotte. We had that. We have a meeting. Uh, the February will be the uh, the, that began our fiscal year. Fiscal year, yeah. And uh, the day he gave my my uh, bishop gave us an outline. That's what it was. Only the members, only the tithe paying members, could come to the oh, church. Oh, yes. And, or, or come to this meeting, and it, he will give you a breakdown of where your tithe is going. And, and here is your form for your tax purposes. Like it mm-hmm. was very structured. I love that. And see, people need that because it builds trust. Exactly. The thing is, like Jeremy said, we're so concerned about filling seats that we don't care if they trust us or not. We don't we don't care, you know. So we never address them, we never engage in them, we never build relationship with them because I'm just glad you're here. Mm-hmm. Because you being here makes me look good. Mm. Um but screw your soul, you know? Absolutely. Um so I think I think you you lose less people when you move with intention. When you say no, I, I I know the kind of person you are. I know the kind of person you are. And you belong here because I have what it takes to cultivate what you're running from or what mm-hmm. you try. I, I I have the word that's going to make you change your mind about the no you're about to give God. Mm-hmm. That's what it should be about. Mm-hmm. It should be about connecting people to their God-given destiny not trying to keep people in your sanctuary because you made them or, you know, they were nothing before they, before you came, they came to you. Now I do believe in honor and I do believe in, you know, all of that. But at the same time, my God given destiny is mine. Nobody can take credit for that. You know? Mm-hmm. Um so I think the heart, the heart of the church has to has to change. And we have to really accept the fact that the church is not going to look like the church that our grannies went to. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Churches are not no longer going to be the traditional pulpit with you know organs and you know whatever. Churches are going to start taking over Starbucks and it's gonna be a, a keyboard and you know acoustic worship sets. And that's you not know, the church for me. <laughs> I need a B3 organ. I need a five piece band because I, I want to run in the buck all over the place. <laughs> You're definitely not going to get that at the dark church, the dark uh-uh. section. At the dark church. No, that's not the so church for me. It's, but, and, and I'm glad you said for you because mm-hmm. that does not mean that the kind of church that's for you is going away. It just right. simply means that there are going to be more churches coming about that represent the different kinds of people. And that's okay. And that's people okay. There's God. nothing to be threatened about. <laughs> people of God, people of God. Uh, you know, you know, something else that bothers me, um, people in leadership have to be careful of coming off as insensitive um, when it comes to like personal matters, matters of why you may not have, you know, been there that Sunday or why you've been out or why you've, you know, why haven't you been at rehearsal? So I know a situation where this person lost, um, this was her last parent, passed. And this specific person in leadership texted him was like, hey, how you doing? You know, conversation goes on. And then, oh, can you lead praise and worship Sunday? Oh wow! Oh, 
you know, so you have to be careful, you know, and that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about like people, pastors have a way of making you feel guilty about everything that you do. Yeah. Especially when they're wrong, but you've, yeah. you're now conditioned as, you know, oh, I'm, you know, I'm convicted. You know, the saints love said convicted, you no. know. You're manipulated. Um, yeah, that's exactly what you are. So, yeah, just that's disgusting. Yeah, um, I, I will always say this: you will never see anywhere where Jesus overlooked someone's need. <laughs> never, never did, because it's impossible for love to do that. He went on you, his way to meet somebody's need. He, he, baby, he went out of his way. Huh. Somebody else on his way to go give somebody else a deliverance. He mm-hmm. he stopped and said, "Hold on, I'm a, I'm a go, mm-hmm. but hold on, this one this one is a more pressing matter." Mm-hmm. Um, that, and I th- I that's what led up. Ha 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 ha. Leave her alone. But that video clip was that Jesus's compassion led a lot of people to him. It was because he was personable. He was approachable. He was tangible you know the people could touch him and i think we have to get back to being like jesus absolutely we used to sing a song back in the day oh i want to be like jesus in my heart in my heart oh i want to be like jesus in my heart y'all didn't sing that in children's church no, nah, we yeah. sung Hezekiah Walker to be like Jesus. He's so ratchet to with it. To be like Jesus. Bah, bah. <laughs> That's all I want. I want. All I want is to My be God. like. Y'all remember that song? Was you singing no. soprano back then? You better Ooh. know it. You better know it. And this old dirty bitch called puberty hit me. And bitch, I was Ooh. mad as hell because I was singing snatched my it. good soprano. Snatched it. it. <laughs> I was singing my good soprano back in the day. Baby, snatched that thing right on up. Maybe right. I was in the Lucretia Campbell notes. And then puberty okay. was like, no, yes. Teddy Pendergrass, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. Listen, uh, so all in all, we've come to a, the end of the episode. All in all, the church, if the church is going to last, if the institution of the church is going to last, it must improve. It must change. It must see, address, um, and compromise to the needs of the people. Um, you know, the church hates that compromise where I'm not compromising. I got the standard. No, <laughs> you have a tradition that you just hold dear. Um, you have a memory that you need to let go of. Um, so the church has to evolve. It has to change uh, because people are changing. People are evolving. I did not say Jesus changed. <laughs> I said the people are. Mm-hmm. These quickeners are going to be out. <laughs> and, if the church, and if the church is, hallelujah, if the church is going to... <laughs> 
if the church is going to be for the people, then the church has oh, to God. be for the people and change as people change. Um, what's next? You dragging it, Jeremy? Who we dragging? All right, bitches and hoes. So uh, here's who I'm. That shifted quickly. <laughs> it did. <laughs> So, you know, we like to wine and dine, right, on the first date. But, bitch, if your ass ain't got no money. Oh, my God. Don't be asking nobody in no date. So, I'm going to read something that I found on Twitter today. Oh, God. Um, So, this girl is, she screenshotted what her homegirl said to her, how the date went. She said, am I being shallow if I don't pay this man $40? We went out last night. The place he wanted to go to, I didn't want to go. So he said, come over here and we can drink and smoke hookah. Mistake number one. And no one has to spend no money. So I said, okay. I, w- I went over there. We had drinks and hookah. Then I said I was hungry. He said, okay. He drives us to the place. I said, I don't didn't want to go to. He says, follow his lead. But the door person wouldn't let us in without paying. So he looked at me to pay the 25. We sit down. I order the food. Uh, the music is loud. I don't know. What he orders, I go to the bathroom, come back. My wings are at the table. He ordered wings and a hookah. The bill comes and I didn't smoke no hookah and I didn't want it. He angrily pays the bill, which is why I was willing to pay for our food. But he pays them when we're in the car. He says that bill was $76 and he used it. He used his last to pay it. So could I cash up him $40? If you ain't got no money. Baby, go to the park. Pack y'all a little lunch. Okay. Let's take There's nothing while. wrong with it. Nothing there wrong with it. nothing wrong with it. I, just, I can't. Oh, I just got so sick. I yeah. really just got so sick because you are. That's why. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just really mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I, even get into words. The fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with y'all niggas? No, seriously. What the fuck is wrong with y'all niggas? That you think it's okay. <laughs> you are upset. Because I don't I don't get it. I don't under help me under make it make sense that you're gonna go to a restaurant that she says she wanna go to in the first place. First of all, okay, you wanna go, just come over and let's smoke hookah and drink. Er, no, because nigga, I'm hungry. And I don't, and I don't know gonna, you. <laughs> and I don't know you, and hookah is not gonna fill me up. I'm gonna need to eat. If you ain't gotta just say that, like like if you don't gotta just say that, like let's say, you know what? It's our first date, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would really love... First of all, no, rewind that back. If this is your first date, y'all must have planned this. You should have put someone into the side for this shit. Hello? <laughs> Properly planned that shit. Used your last. But if you didn't, uh, if you didn't use your last... Nigga, if, you, if 76 was your last, then, it, then this is our last date. <laughs> you should not be dating. <laughs> if you, you only got seventy six dollars to your name, baby, you mm. should not be dating. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, you should. You should be dating applications. Oh shit. Um. So as we end this show, this really hit my spirit. You know, today was really um, a revelatory day for me. I was Amen. just getting a lot of um, discoveries and things. Um. Today I'm in a so I'm in a Facebook group, and uh, one of the one of the people posted, "Hey, how's everybody doing? Is everybody okay?" And comments started pouring in. I'm this way. I'm that way. I'm this way. Um, even myself, and nobody asked him, "Well, how are you?" 
Um, it was not until he posted, well, I'm actually doing horrible. I'm not, a, I'm not well, but I'm trying to be. Mm. That I looked at it and I got immediately convicted because how often do we assume that the person that's asking us and taking care of everybody, we just assume that they're well. Mm-hmm. And what what clicked for me is that oftentimes it's the person that's giving out, that's helping everybody, that's making everybody laugh, that's checking on everybody, keeping everybody together. It's them that need the most. It's them that we need to really pay attention to. Because mm-hmm. they're pouring, 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 but who's pouring back into them? Now listen, I'm a witness. So, I'm a witness. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that was it. So pay attention to who's paid attention to you is what hit my spirit. And the other thing, because this is just on me and I just got to say it. Um, I did a face, I did an Instagram live and the the question was, why why do you think people have a hard time loving themselves? And what hit me today was it's hard to love who you don't like. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't like themselves um, to love themselves properly. So loving themselves becomes, it feels like a dead end job because I'm loving myself until I get, I'm loving myself this way until I get to the version of me that I want to be. A lot of people see themselves as um, a lot to change, not a lot to improve. Improvement and change are not synonymous. To change means to become different. To improve means to take what I have and make it better. A lot of people are trying to change themselves and not improve themselves. So because this is not the version, this is not the me I actually want, Whatever. I don't need to love them. But the me that I'm going to be, the me that I want, when I get there, I'm going to love me for real. So I just I just want to challenge everybody to be present with themselves, to find the beauties that you hold as a person and like you first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's funny. You, the first thing you said um, about checking on your strong friends and some, you know, you were describing somebody that I knew who uh, she was either 24 or 25 life of the party. Um, a couple years ago, like 2019, I think. Um, no, 2018. She was on Facebook posting just these random statuses. Like they just weren't making sense and nobody really, got it at first, but then they started to get a little bit darker. So her best friend uh, FaceTimed her and um, she was like, I'm ready to go. I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go home. And then her friend was like, you can go, you can go. She was working on a ship. This was about 1.30 in the morning. Jumped off of the ship. Hmm. Oh my they did not know until the next morning when she didn't report to rehearsal. Wow. So 
if anybody's listening, you know what I'm talking about. If that offends you, sorry, but I just feel led to tell it because since then I was so upset that it happened, but I was so upset with myself that it took somebody else's life for me to realize you really do got to check on those people who are the life of the party. Yeah. Because that may be what they're using to stay above ground, but then that yeah. dwindles daily. And yeah. they're fed up and then it's like nobody's around because nobody asked me. Yeah. So check definitely check on your strong friends. Amen. And it makes them feel valued. It makes them feel seen. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time suicide runs rampant in, in our brains because we feel like, well, nobody would know if I'm gone anyway. Mm-hmm. It's because it'll we be, don't it'll feel be better seen. without me. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be since I'm such since I'm such a burden. Uh huh. Let me remove myself. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I I I I struggle with that, baby. I I know that walk. I know mm-hmm. that thing. Mm-hmm. Um. That's good stuff, guys. That's good stuff. I am uh, reminded. <laughs> of uh, Dr. Bond and he uh, quoted a wonderful nursery rhyme Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall Humpty Dumpty had a great fall all the king's horses and all the king's men could not put Humpty back together again now here's where the, here's where the revelation comes in Okay, they did not go to the king huh Humpty didn't ask the king because the king is the only one who could put the pieces back together again. So all those listening out there in this journey, I love this season that we're in, that we're doing, um, because a lot of it has to do with healing. Mm -hmm. And especially with this episode, um, you know, I I don't want uh, anyone to uh, allow people in the church to uh, forget the source that you go, that you can that you need to go to to um, put those broken pieces back together again. So yeah, don't forget about that. Always hey. return to the king. My God, okay. take me to the king. Okay. Hey. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so hopefully you've you've gained better perspective this episode, um, and this is not to turn you toward or against the church. This is just to you know, spark the conversation for you to have. Um, but find home, find community, be safe, treat each other well, take care of each other, and we'll see you next week. Ah. Peace.